Happy Aloha Friday. I set the intention that we are going to share a lot of positivity and have a lot of fun. Maya's like in the zone right now. So happy Aloha Friday, everyone. It is time to roll out with some information, some updates, and some crazy stories. Like I just have so much to talk about today, but I'm going to let Maya go first. But it is Pauhana, so kick back, get your drink ready, and here we go. Yes, happy Aloha Friday. I am got a, it's going to be a May Day tomorrow. Um, if my calendar is correct, Saturday, May May 1st. 1st. You know, when I was growing up and since the pandemic, a lot has stopped, but, um, every May 1st. So in Hawaii, May Day is Lay Day in Hawaii. There's a song. Got to look it up on Spotify. (laughs) Um, all the schools, all the schools would have a May Day show, May Day performance, um, or a ho'ulalea with, not only just um, hula performances and Hawaiian songs, but they'd have games and they would be very cultural, fun experience. And um, when I was growing up, there would always be a Mayday court and it was always the older kids who got to be in the Mayday court. And I remember, Mm. I was just thinking about this, that in high school, I finally tried out in my senior year to be one of the princesses. Um, for the Mayday Court. You have to try out? You have to try out. You have to you have to show up and you have to audition, kind of. You have to do a hula. There was some princesses that fell out, but they had already done the photo, so I'm actually not in the yearbook <laughs> as the Mayday princess that I was, but it's okay. I got to live out my little dream of being a Mayday princess, and I represented the island of Kaho'olawe, but you wear the colors of all the islands. Each island has its own lei, its own flower, and its own um, color. Yeah, so it was a really big deal when I got to be uh, a princess, and they have, um, it was a student assembly for high school uh, where you, you perform at the assembly. And the Mayday Court comes out and there are other groups or classes that would perform. Um, In the elementary schools, though, growing up here in Hawaii uh, and then watching my own children do it, every class for the school would do a performance and it would be a hula. It would be a song. um, Wow. Something like that. But Mayday is pretty special in Hawaii. A lot of. Mayday's Lay Day. <laughs> yes, it's Lay Day in Hawaii. There are other big May Day events that happen around the state. So um, there's, and there's Ho'olauleas also that happen around the state. So always a good time. Anytime you get to go see a beautiful hula show, lots of fun. Yeah, and I imagine they do a lot more in May than your regular luau. Yeah. I mean, it's, throughout the state and you just it's a real connection to the culture and it's kind of when you know it kicks off summer you know it's the end of I guess we're at the end of spring going into summer it feels like yeah it kind of feels like that I don't know it's it's been very docile (laughs) as far as weather wise so yeah but we're we're starting to roll into summer where it gets hot and everybody's just wanting to start traveling you know like with the whole like COVID restrictions being like lifted and everything Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the best place to be is outside and there's no better place to be outside than in Hawaii. So 
And we are open. I think a lot of people are taking advantage of that. Yep. We are open. You guys are fully open, which I'm really surprised. And you are running out of rental cars. So everybody's renting U-Haul trucks to drive around. And <laughs> the first thing I thought about was, how do you valet that at the hotel? And then how do you park that? And any place that we have talked about, yeah. there is no room for a U-Haul truck. So I'm like, I th- really? I think, like, where do you park? I think you would do that like during the day. But you know what? Our transportation in Hawaii, our buses, they're pretty reliable. They're very affordable. And if you're just going a short distance, Uber, but they shut down for a while, Lyft, though. taxis. Yeah. But now everything's open. Everything is open. You can do everything. Yeah. I'm, you like, you're yeah, a fan of the well, trolleys. I guess- I've never been on the trolley in the Waikiki area. I've only done the one that's uh in the Y Kelly shopping center, which I think they've stopped now. Nah. You just gotta go to Alamoana on the first floor where you park near the food court. There's the pink trolley. Get mm-hmm. on it, it's two dollars, or unless you have a pink trolley token for buying a lot of stuff. Not that I'm saying that I've done that before, but um <laughs> two dollars, get on it, ride around Waikiki. That is the best way to park safely and still get to Waikiki. Yeah. You know, without having to pay a premium, unless you're staying down there. And it's really easy then, to know, but, get but, to Alamoana on the bus. There's a lot of. Um, that is true. Yeah. But now that the buses are fully running and like you probably just have to wear a mask yeah. on the bus, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. Um, lots of COVID tests. My brother went to Panama um, this last week and he was telling me he took three, three COVID tests to get there. And he had to take three COVID tests on the way back, a.k.a. they nasal swabbed him and rubbed all the brain matter three times. And I was like, is there anything left? (laughs) And he was like, probably not. Everything got scrambled. So I'm ready to um, witness my zombie brother coming back um, from Panama. So, yeah, that's exciting, though. I mean, I just remember when I was living there, like, lay day, May day. I just it was an excuse for me to go buy a lay and just wear it all day. Yep. I mean, not that you need an excuse because I just love going to those airport stalls. And like like I said, one of the pro tips is don't buy the stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. Go and ask to see the stuff in the back in the fridge. Yep. Because that's the good stuff. There's a lot of lay stores, so. uh, lay makers in Chinatown. I have several favorites. Yep. Um, in Chinatown. Actually, they're all wonderful and just get whatever haggle the price haggle Haggle the price they're usually very kind um almost florists most florists have um lays that they sell um throughout the state and uh, you can have custom made lays if you have a favorite flower you can call ahead orchids yeah and they'll custom make you any lay weddings is usually a time when you get specialty lays and when i performed for hula um just like I said previously with the Mayday Courts, they, each island has its own flower. So for hula performances, depending on your dance, you would choose the flower that was either talked about in the dance or where the song came from or the chant. Nice. Yeah. So it's all ties yeah, in a together. A lot of people don't know that, too. Yeah. The Merry Monarch, I would watch it every year that it was in Hawaii. And I would, like, cry when I – especially with the Miss uh, – who? Uh, what's the main one for the, the women? Is it Miss Hula or Miss, Miss Aloha Hula? And and those women would dance so beautifully. I didn't even care who won. I was like, you guys are all amazing. They're all like, they're winners. Just... just to to dance to be there. It's. I really feel terrible that it's a competition and that it has to be. It should always yeah. just be a celebration of the culture. But if you watch it, I mean, it just for all our listeners out there, just just Google 
the Merry Monarch Festival and watch watch some of the performances. They're very they're very powerful and very and the moving the ladies that are competing for moving gorgeous for Aloha, hula. It's just it's so enchanting. Yes, mesmerizing. A lot of work way. goes into every yeah. hula performance, the weeks and the Costumes. months uh, to yes. practice the choreography and the timing with all of your. Um, halal, your hula halal. All the things. Yeah. Yeah, I dated a hula dancer when I was there, and um, I didn't get to see her very much because because it was like competition time. Oh, hula practices so. every night when it's competition time. Yep. I just remember a lot of times she would be just really like sore from dancing all day. I was like, oh, yep. you're probably tired. <laughs> like, just like me, like paddling. Like, that didn't work. Like, her schedules didn't work. She... She had hula and I had paddling, so that would never work out well. And then you tried to do both, which I think I is did really both funny, for but, only I think yeah. like two years, and then I had to like stop one of them. Like I stopped paddling competition at night, so I can continue hula. Yeah. And then I was still paddling in the morning, and it would be terrible because the days that I would paddle in the morning were like right after the hula nights the previous night, and hula would go late. And then so you were tired. I was tired, so I would get very little sleep just to go and make my early morning paddling oh my schedule. Gosh. That's the love of well those two things. You know, I just absolutely love doing them. And now, when COVID happened, everything had to stop. I had to stop all of it. Hula to hula and paddling to me is like where the land meets the sea, mm-hmm. right? Because you're dancing on the land, you're honoring kind of like nature the beauty of culture all these things and then you're out paddling and it's like you know you're connected with the ocean and it's it's that's those are the two things that i always imagine hawaii being is the ocean and the mountains and land mana and all those things it's just it's so powerful and to think about now i didn't appreciate it as much when i was there but now looking back like i do really appreciate it and i know that one of my Visions is to return and have a place to call my own there mm-hmm. and visit, you know, whenever I feel like it. But because that's I think that's that was where my heart called me to. And and that was um, really powerful. I love I love Texas because I just grew up here. Mm-hmm. I'm a country girl, but I love the ocean so much. So that's what I think my goals are uh, in life is to be near the ocean again. Mm-hmm. And still have that country land boot wearing girl, because I feel like I'm just gonna bring country to Hawaii because it's already there. It's already you know, we have areas. we have the Paniolo. We just need it more. The Paniolo were here for a long time. Um, they are our Hawaii yep. cowboys, and um, we had you know ranches, a lot of ranches back in the day. Um, yeah. It was interesting to know if you ever go to where the um, Chinaman's Hat is, very famous Chinaman's Hat across the street from Kualoa Ranch, um, to bring the cattle off of the boats. They would dump them in the ocean and they would swim into that beach and then go up to the ranch. Isn't that crazy? Well, it's shallow. It is. Yeah, it's it's pretty shallow there, though. I mean, I feel like cattle can... I've seen cattle swim like across rivers and stuff. They can do it, but mm-hmm. sometimes there's every so often there's like a you know a baby calf that can't make it, and then you just tie a rope and you pull them across. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is how they did it. Yep, the cattle got to get somewhere. They got to get somewhere. Very interesting. Imagine story. they came yeah. across the Pacific to get here, <laughs> and then they literally had to cross the Pacific to get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get to the get to the ranch. That's pretty funny. I um 
yeah, I'm just excited about, you know, the possibilities of returning to Hawaii one day and being able to celebrate all these wonderful uh, holidays, mm-hmm. like all the extra, <laughs> all the like, extra. Hawaii is extra. Hawaii is extra when it comes to holidays. That's oh, we what love we've to decided. Celebrate. That, yeah, you should make that like a title. Hawaii is just a little bit extra. <laughs> happy, happy May, Lay Day. Lay Day um, is May Day in Hawaii. Well, it's also special for uh, May. Is also special for Star Wars fans out there. May the May Fourth be with the you. Fourth. Yep. Yeah, that's that's gonna always fun. I um, I went ahead and already booked my trip to Disney World. Like they just opened Disneyland for cast members uh, back in California today and people were like crying and posting videos of like <laughs> just being there and like going back and like people were like laying down on the ground at Main Street and kissing the ground. Like those are some die hard Disney fans. Like I, I try not to confess to people that I first meet like new friends and stuff that I'm a Disney fan, but mm-hmm. but I just want to meet some people that are just like that die hard because I feel like they would bring out the best in me. <laughs> so so I just I I'm excited uh, to go back to Disney World and and just exist. My mom and I were like, we're such veterans that we could like literally do nothing but sit at the resorts Mm -hmm. and just eat when we want to eat and do what we want to do and not have to like rush around to every ride. I think I'm going to be selective this time and just only ride rides that I really, really enjoy instead of like trying to book all these fast passes. They haven't brought it back yet, but in October, uh-huh. October 1st, they're celebrating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World opening. So the one in Florida. Uh-huh. And so that's around my birthday time. And uh, my mom's like, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> she's already she's already like set on it. So that's pretty fun. I had a few Hula sisters and, that were yeah. diehard fans like you. And I even had one that she worked. Um, she was, I think, in the Florida one in the Hawaii. Um, that's wonderful. Yes, yeah, so she did that. She said she loved it. She had a great time. I bet. Sharing what she's good at, her culture. Mm-hmm. And and just and just doing the things. I love the Polynesian Resort. I don't know if they're going to change the name of it because they've been doing a lot of changing uh-huh. things. Because I don't know it what you know what what plans they have. They but always they like always updating the, the themes. Yeah, that's a constant. Yeah, they're changing the rides. They're changing Jungle Cruise. They're changing Splash Mountain. Um, and there's like a few other things they did t- change Pirates of the Caribbean like a while back. Uh, just because, you know, some scenes need to be updated yep. and things. But that's yeah. fine. But that's really exciting. I would love to work for Disney if I lived close. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would just do it out of the sheer joy of being joy. a Disney fan. S- uh-huh. Star Wars fan. Yeah, I love, I love. Um, but I haven't met, like, a tribe of people who love it as much as I do. So I think I need to dig a little bit deeper. There is, like, a there's like a dating um, site for people who love Disney, but I never met anybody like I could jive with. It's called mousemingle.com. Oh my God. That's that so funny? cute. That's adorable. I know it, it. When I was living in California and I would go like every Sunday. Yeah. Like I would see people on there and they would see me at the park. So one time I dressed up as a pirate uh-huh. for Halloween and I was there and people were like hitting me up on that mouse, mouse mingle mm-hmm. because you could just do it for friends yeah. too. And they're like, man, I saw you in the pirate costume. You look so cool and so, like, real and, like, part of it. And when I dressed up, when I met with Amy yeah. last uh, – two years ago for the, you know, Disney – or it's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween. Yeah. And it's a party. I dressed up in the full, like, leather Pirates of the Caribbean, like, look, uh-huh. like, full-on pirate. 
And the guy who was playing um, Jack Sparrow, yeah. you know, like for the character yeah. meet and greet, he pointed me out. He made me come up. Everybody's taking pictures of me. And they're <laughs> like, they're like, this person's not even part of the attraction. And they look better than Jack Sparrow. And mm-hmm. I was like, you darn right. I've always had a great time going to Disneyland. Back in the day, like my very first time when I was a kid, they had Disneyland hosts and they would like take you to all the rides and you go right in the front and then they give you like a talking Mm -hmm. tour. I don't know if they still had that, but I think that's what my grandmother. They still have it. My grandmother used to do that. They wear like plaid vests with a white shirt and navy blue skirt or pants. Yeah. Well, they are the VIP sort of um, escorts. My mom said, like, when our family goes, like, it's a huge group, uh-huh. it would be worth it because then you don't have to plan everything. Yeah. I think we got to do that because my grandmother used to do that. Like, she had the hookup. Oh, well. That was, if you got the hookup, I say use it. That was a long, sure. long time ago. But I haven't seen that in a while. I would have loved to have done a VIP tour again. Absolutely. No. If you're a diehard Disney fan, you just got to do it. Like, if you love something so much, just go that extra Mile. I did that at Universal Studios because I was like, I don't want to wait in line. Oh, yeah. Universal for sure. It's totally worth it, Universal. The lines are terrible. The lines are the worst at Universal Studios. Especially for Harry Potter. And the rides are so short. Like, I remember more of my time standing in line at Universal than I remember the ride itself, which I think is sad. That's that's on their part. That is very. But at Disney, I actually didn't mind waiting in line because the line was part of they had the experience happening that just made the ride longer. Yeah, that's true. Like Indiana Jones at Disneyland, there's like things to see while you're in Um, line. They should. Yeah, while you're in line. But I think they should have more. But now there's a Disney app that's like. Um, it's like Disney play. So you, while you're waiting in line, you can interact with the, your surroundings. You can play other people like Disney trivia and, and like games and stuff. And I think that's, that's pretty cool. I like absolutely that's a good way to keep people think the experience and the fast passes. I mean, they're a no brainer. I don't know why people don't fast pass. Everything. Like, I'm literally like, just come back in an hour and you don't have to wait in this line, but you're wasting four hours in a line. I know. When that could be four hours doing something else. Go and grab your tickets and then come back and go get another ticket from someplace else. Just keep collecting your tickets. Yep. I'm going to tell you the longest I've waited for any Disney ride, Mm -hmm. less than 20 minutes, because I have mastered this whole fast pass (laughs) mess. I, I have been so fortunate several times. People who gather, they come in groups and they, somebody's holding the fast passes and people don't show up and you see them waiting there. They will stop you and they'll say, hey, you want to come on this ride with us? I have extra fast pass tickets. And so many times I've been blessed. Might as well. Might as well. And you're just like so grateful and you're like, hey, let's have a great time. Well, I like how they um, so Disneyland has not moved away to being a virtual fast pass, but Disney World is like that. And now they have the virtual queue for like um, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. That's their brand new one. Mm -hmm. And you get like once you get in the park, like you actually have to reserve your place in line. And I think that's like really effective. Hold on one second. See, you are sniffling. My nose is running all of a sudden. Um, blow but it. take a break. Yeah, I think that's really great to get rid of um, kind of like the waste of paper. Um, but Disneyland is still doing like paper fast passes. So maybe while they were closed, they upgraded their system because it would be really nice to have everything on your phone. Mm-hmm. And be able to hit up your fast passes or actually we use the magic bands at Disney world. So I don't know what um, Disneyland has done, but they should have upgraded. It would, it would be very easy to do. So I don't know. 
All right. So moving on to like adult fun and stuff <laughs> um, to be a kid again. Uh, I on last Sunday, I went to this place. I'm a big fan of like all of these adult like arcade mm-hmm. places where you can have drinks and you play games. It's like Dave and Buster's, but, you know, not really because it's so expensive. But um, there's a couple good places down in Texas. Uh, Pinballs is like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's a little pricey. But I, I went to this place called Cidercade, mm-hmm. and you only pay $10 uh-huh. for the entire time they're open, and you can play unlimited arcade games. That's a good deal. They had. That's a great deal. Like, I was like, this is cheap. Yeah. And, you know, some people are like, no, I'm not going to spend $10. Actually, you should spend $10. You had, like, old Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. I played some, like, Namco games that were, like, the little old school, like, driving ones mm-hmm. where, like... The wheel is, like, really dumb. Like, you don't even feel like you're driving. They had foosball. Speaking of foosball, I did not know it was illegal to violently spin the um, the kind of handles. Like, I was schooled on this by a friend of mine. And she was like, you can't do that. That's an illegal move. And I was like, this isn't real. Wait, Like, I've foosball. always seen people, like, just violently spin. You're trying. It's table like soccer. You throw the ball. Oh, no. No, that's... Sorry, I'm thinking of something else. You're right. Foosball. Yeah. That's skee-ball. Skee-ball. Um, <laughs> skee-ball is where you, like, kind of throw the yeah. ball like you're bowling, yeah. but you're going to get points. But foosball, right. like, table soccer. Yes. So, like, I'm spinning these things, and she's like, you can't do that. That's too violent, and it's illegal. And so we had to Google it, and I was wrong. Yeah, and plus that, like, um, it takes it takes so much time to spin it. You, you're losing time. You need to, like, Yeah, be but quick. you usually score... You usually score when you like spin it real hard and the person can't no i got i got school not only did i get schooled mm-hmm. i got beat <laughs> then i got beat at air hockey which i'm really good at mm-hmm. she only beat me by one point but still it was like there yeah but i have to say that she was a really good sport because she let me play my ultimate favorite childhood game which is x-men which is like the original big huge arcade game mm-hmm. and it has like five characters <laughs> And because you are unlimited playing, you just keep pressing the button to get more and more lives. Yeah. And so I played the whole game and beat the game, and I've never done that in my lifetime. Wow. But I got to do it. Yeah. How long does so that I'm take I'm definitely you? going back. God, two hours. Wow. And she stayed there and watched you, or she went away? She she played a little bit, and then she went away, and then came back and like played some more with me. Uh-huh. But I literally was like so set on the game. The next game I'm going to uh, definitely beat is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like... Definitely. I was such a TMNT like fan, uh-huh. but they had all the best old games and they had pinball and they had basketball. They had air hockey. They had all the things that you want to play and it's unlimited. So you felt good about it. You were like, oh, I just died. Whatever. I'll just play again. You know? Yeah. $10. I definitely spent way more than $10. When I was growing uh, I up coins. in Hawaii, we had some really small little hole in the wall um and they were like kind of sketchy, but they would be like little arcades for kids. And I remember one was behind a supermarket, and I was like, "Are we? Are you sure getting. we're going in here?" But then it's filled with children. And I w- I've been there a few times. I mean, the the safer like one. You're like it was that was like back in <laughs> the '80s, like the Stranger Things time frame. You know, they had the Stranger nice ones. Danger. They had the um. What's it called? Tilt. Tilt. Tilt in the mall. And uh, E.K. Fernandez in the mall. Then there was... 
I'm trying to think. Oh, the bowling alley. The bowling alley would always be really popular. It had like a whole arcade section in, I think all of our bowling alleys had. So that's where you would go. We'd ride our little bicycles. And yeah. <laughs> it used to be safe Pockets back in the day. Yes. Pockets full of quarters. Yep. Well, I had a blast and I tried some cider, mm -hmm. which, you know, me and alcohol don't ever get along. Um, but I tried a, a a nice pint of cider and it was like Texas strawberry. It was delicious. It was 8.5% alcohol, which is pretty high, yeah. right? Like you're not thinking that that's high, but that's pretty high. No, Texas strawberry was like delicious. So I'm going to have to go back and get a six pack because it was so good. I have, I like, this is good. I have tried um, hard ciders. Um, yep, that's what it was, that, like a hard, hard cider. cider. But growing up, I never understood um, apple cider. I thought that tasted terrible. <laughs> apple cider? Yeah, like people drink that. Like non-alcoholic apple cider? Yeah, that was that was terrible. And I was like, the people drink what? this? This is the cider that people rave about drinking? Did you ever drinking? like, did you, did you warm it up and then put a cinnamon stick in it or like a slice of dried apple or something? No, I don't even know why we would have it. I think my mom would do you something didn't gussy it up. with it. Like I think she made jello with it or something weird. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's why apple cider is ruined for you because you didn't you didn't do it right. I didn't do it right. I didn't know what I was supposed to do with it. All right. Come visit in the wintertime and <laughs> we'll gussy it up and, and then you'll fall in love with apple cider. Apple cider is fantastic on a cold, cold, cold day. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't doing it right. But you know what I did do right today? Coffee. I don't drink coffee all the time. All right. Tell us about that. But oh. I am going to try to do coffee on the days that we record my ties because... Um, it, I love that jolt of caffeine, which I don't like the caffeine headaches, withdrawals. So I space it out, you know, every three to five days, it will be my coffee day because yeah. I love it, but I can't do it all the time. Well, I feel like I have to have like a cup of coffee or I get a headache, mm -hmm. but everybody's like, you shouldn't get addicted to caffeine. And I'm like, well. <laughs> I know because it's painful to come like, off of it. Well, it's painful. Yeah, it is. It's painful to it come off painful. of it. Yeah. But I still. I can say the majority of the day, I don't really go for like a lot of caffeine. Like, I don't understand how people can drink like eight to nine energy drinks in a day. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Uh, Red Bull tastes terrible. How do I see? Oh, I can click here. I'm like, I need to see something because. I had to ask my child, my multilingual child, how to pronounce these. Okay, so the first one was, um, it was a Portuguese style coffee. And okay. in the video that I watched on how to make it, they called it Mazagran. So it was iced coffee plus lemon juice over ice with some light corn syrup and a shot of rum. Oh. And I feel corn syrup and rum. Yeah. But it tasted like lemonade coffee, but then there was rum in it. So I felt like, boy, I feel like rum, like alcohol goes through your bloodstream faster with caffeine. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cause I felt, well, is that why people do like Jaeger bombs maybe? And maybe coffee espressos. Es yep. No, espresso martini, espresso martini. They do that. Because I think it just really, the caffeine plus uh, 
alcohol goes fast through your system. And maybe that's why rum and coke. Rum and coke. Isn't that your drink? That is that is my drink. I don't normally drink soda, but I will drink it with um, alcohol because I don't really like the carbonation. I think the alcohol makes it all right. Mm. Okay. The other one. So if you don't like the idea of a citrus coffee... <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I just I'm I'm still like trying to wrap my head around that and I think that's why I've been sitting here kind of like what? Like lemon coffee. It would be like Ooh. it's like lemonade with tea, but instead of tea it's coffee. Uh okay, still, don't make I the faces. Can't. That's all right. I, yeah. I'm 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 going to try it. I'll try it. I'll put I'll squeeze some lemon in my next coffee and be like so all I, right. It's like after you've shit. had coffee, you can put it on ice. Put in a squeeze of lemon and um, sweeten to taste and then add your, after you like that, it's okay, then add your rum. Okay. Yeah, just try it. It was actually really refreshing and I think, and they call it like a, when it's hot, that's to cool you off. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'll try it. Okay. But this one you should totally try for sure. Everybody should try it. Okay. If you like a frappe, this was actually a Greek version yeah. So actually, um, over COVID, there was um, a really popular coffee based kind of on this Greek one called Talgona. I had to ask my child how to say that Talgona. <laughs> um, but the Greek version is it's kind of like uh, they still want you to use that Nestle instant coffee. So you just put like yeah. some scoops of that, um, some sugar to taste. And then a little bit of water, none, not even a lot, um, just to kind of get everything wet. And you put it in a jar, seal the lid or something that you can shake around because you have to shake it for a while. And um, you just keep shaking it until the whole thing kind of like dissolves. And then the whole thing becomes foamy. And then you open it up, pour in some uh, milk, a little bit more water, some ice. And if you have to add a little bit more sweetener, but you usually don't if you've figured it out before. But it was so good. It was totally fluffy, like a frappe. Nice. And I didn't have to bring out my little hand blender, anything. It was super easy. I think that sounds like something that you should post so that our listeners can give it a try. Yeah, that one that one was really, really good. I totally recommend it. It was so easy. Did you take a video of like trying to make it like you did your Mai Tai? I did not, but um, I will make this again for sure. Okay. In a heartbeat. Well, we are looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> That's for sure. I made two of them today. So I was like on a lot of caffeine. I mean, you called me earlier, like kind of right after that was all in my system. <laughs> yeah you were talking very quickly and i was like all right i'm driving home i need a little bit of boost of energy so here's the energy i'm i'm starting you to know, come down um, already but just good because it's getting late for me yeah well that's good you need to be calm <laughs> wednesday i had to take my niece to get her picture taken for school mm -hmm. okay and with her it's very hit and miss with pictures like for some reason, she has decided to take on this really weird, creepy smile that my brother has taught her. <laughs> and so, like, for a couple years now, she's got a weird look on her face. And then her hair is, like, a hot mess uh -huh. um, because she never can just leave it alone. Uh -huh. 
So she always looks like a really wild child in all her pictures. And I'm just like, I don't even know if I want to claim that I'm related to that. (laughs) On Wednesday, I took her and my sister-in-law got back. So this is kind of rolling back to Disney. Whenever my mom and I go, we always buy like princess dresses and all kinds of like glittery stuff. It's like a bomb of glitter just exploded. And uh, we always give it to my nieces. So they get glitter everywhere. All over your brother's house. I was talking to my sister-in-law on Tuesday evening, and I just wanted to confirm the details. And she was like, oh, by the way, her dress is going to have lots of glitter. So just know that you're going to have glitter all over your car. And I was like, is this karma? That's karma. So I, my response to that Mm -hmm. was I literally put a sheet all over my car. (laughs) Like there was a little dog going to sit in my car. And so glitter was contained. And not all over the place. So my sister-in-law did not get the last laugh. But, um, yeah, I was sent, like, all these instructions on how to deliver said child to the school Uh uh, because I'm not allowed to go in. Yeah. So I have to deliver this child, sit in a certain area of the parking lot, Mm -hmm. and then retrieve said child. And I was like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. But ultimately it went smooth. But I was just like, COVID, you're killing me. Yeah. Like, I would I I actually wanted to go inside to make sure that her hair was right. Yeah. Because it would be nice to have like one good school picture out of This one might be okay. 6 years of school picture. This one might be okay cuz she's only showing up might. for the picture and then she's coming home. Like I remember doing school pictures as a kid. You'd show up, you'd do your school day and randomly you would be pulled out of classes. Your class would go and take the oh, picture. Oh, I looked like a hot mess in some of mine. Yeah. I was like, why did my why did I think my hair looked good like that? Because like gelled back. You're probably or... playing on the b- the field and hanging upside down and climbing on stuff. And- I always chose the worst things to wear too. Like honestly, every school picture looks good with a black V-neck T-shirt or black crew neck T-shirt. Like don't try to wear these college <laughs> shirts. Thought it was so cute. And then like I had the Coke bottle glasses because my eyes weren't fixed. But then mm-hmm. I just look like a big old nerd. I was a nerd, <laughs> like straight up ugly nerd. Like my has, uh, you know, you think you would glow up a little bit maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think if I took school pictures now, I'd probably be like really disappointed and be like, oh, man, I look tired. <laughs> it's not the same as taking a selfie when you can control your look it's it's a photographer yeah. they're at a distance they don't care so much <laughs> they don't care they'll be just like they don't yep. care that you're like mid mid talk or anything like that you're like mouth open yep <laughs> i know yeah mouth open or you're yawning especially or when they're dealing with children eye. they're just like let me just take a couple next next yeah you might be i mean next, back in the next. day when it was film one click that's all you got when it's you one click <laughs> when it's um i don't know why my parents even spent money on that crap like i literally was like why like digging through my childhood stuff because i was uh-huh. just getting rid of everything like, like why do why do we pay 20 dollars <laughs> for this crap like this is a terrible picture like i don't even want to keep that crap so it all went in the dumpster my mom was like you should have saved some of that for posterity's sake and i was like nobody <laughs> in the future needs to see that wants to see stupid me like <laughs> looking crazy yeah so cheers to that cheers to that Funny. i'm sure there's like some random picture out there in the universe of of me in my coke bottle glasses i mean when i was doing army basic training i had like real birth control glasses like they were thick so, are those army now, issued i'm, I'm 
They are army issued and I still have my original pair from basic training and they are terrible. But I think they're hilarious. So I put them on every once in a while just to get a good laugh out of it. Well, I think that, you know, we all have really funny things that have happened in our childhood and maybe we should talk about those in the future. But um, (laughs) I want to give a special shout out. Before I forget, I'd like to um, say thank you to Lamore for supporting us on Patreon and a special thank you to Brandy for her generosity and also her support. So thank you both for listening. Tommy and Amy, thank you again for always being there and just being our little fan club, but we really appreciate it. And I know there's more of you out there and slowly but surely you're, you're getting um, recruited onto the Mai Tai train, but Mm-hmm. It's happening. So, um, and also check out our lovely and beautiful website, MyTiesAtSunset.com. So proud of that. I mean, we are just reaching people internationally as well as all over the country. Very much appreciate you guys listening in. Um, but check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're, we're starting to do more things. My blog, my section of the blog will be coming out shortly here. Yep. And more discussions about Hawaii and what it meant to me to live there and be a part of that culture. So, yeah, this has been really fun. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy May Day. Enjoy the rest of your pow. Yes, May Day weekend. It's going to be lovely. So, May Day is lay day in Hawaii. And until we meet again, ahui ho.